October 4, 2021. So watch the Pedo Show.
for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Start off the show with John Coltrane doing Stairway of the Stars with Mel Jackson. They used to call Mel Jackson Bags. So this record they did together was Bags and Train. Bags on the fucking vibes. And then Piss Jeans with Bathroom Laughter. Because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. All the way from Philly. Doing a coast-to-coasty here with Pedro. Brother Matt, welcome aboard. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, glad to be here. Absolutely. And we got to make the big uh, thank you to Brother Bill Nace for making the connect. Always. He's, he's on the top of my thanks list all the time. Right, right, right. He He's a, a connector, right? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, you need those people to uh, get everyone connected in ways they might not be otherwise. Right. You ever, you know, in the Northwest, they got a slang called Lucky Pierre. You know that one? No, no. What's that? It's the middle man on a three-way, the socket man. <laughs> yeah. He, no, I mean, so would that make him the Lucky Pierre <laughs> in this equation? Well, you, uh, you won't forget that, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Matt, I'm really interested in your journey with music. Yeah. Okay. Bring me your earliest musical memory of your life. Oh, of my life. I mean, it's it's. I, I music is. I gotta say, is my number one thing too. Um, so it's it's been there pretty early on. Uh, I mean, early it would definitely come from my parents just listening to whatever they're playing, which would have been uh, some you know kind of more mainstream disco like early Michael Jackson. Uh, Van Morrison, Bruce Springsteen, that sort of stuff, um, which I, you know, perfectly fine. But uh, I wanted to find my own music, you know, rather than just like what they like. And I would say for me that I quickly uh, glommed on to like, you know, the L.A. hair metal scene of the mid 80s and such. When I when I was, you know, just a, just a wee lad, uh, that was really what spoke to me the most. Where'd you grow and, up, uh, Matt? I grew up. In the Northeast, kind of around New York, Connecticut, uh, New Jersey. And then when I was a teenager, I moved to Pennsylvania and met um, the bandmates that I still have to this day. But yeah, as like a little kid, it was like Connecticut and uh, New York was for the most musical, part. Was there musical instruments in the pad you grew up? No, not really. I mean, I still don't even have musical instruments around, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I've got like a, you know, a bass covered in dust with two strings. The neck is probably you know, twisted 360 at this point from not being properly maintained. No, I, but I still, I'm more, I feel like more of like an, a, uh, a very involved fan a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Just like a part, an active participant without the necessary musical background to really do anything valuable on that front, you know? Sure, sure. What was the so, first record you bought with your own money? Uh, bon Jovi, New Jersey on tape, you know, saved up. Okay. For that one, the first gig you went and saw. You know, oh, first gig. I mean, I have to say, I kind of uh, avoided concerts. Like, yeah, I just my my family didn't go to them, and I discovered the local punk scene when I was a freshman in high school. And it was at a fire hall in a small town called Tatamy, Pennsylvania. And I wish I could remember the specific bands that played. I know my I, I, a couple guys who were a grade older than me. Their band played which was called the spunk and uh they were they were awesome and but for me it was less about any particular band playing that night so much as realizing that this like counterculture actually existed 
like in the town where I lived and had 50 people that were actively participating, that was really mind blowing and felt like exactly where I wanted to be. Now, what about school? Were you in the marching band or the choir, shit like that? No, no. I mean, I was just—I was on the basketball team. I don't know if that counts towards anything. <laughs> no, you know, I'm working on the mind reading, but in the meantime, Matt, I'm going to have to use words to ask these things because <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. trip on it. You know, everybody has different paths to get to now, right? So, I'm sure, just, I'm yeah. Just curious, and just—it's like you're at the bathhouse and the power goes off, and like, is that you? Is that you? You know, it don't matter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, I like—I never like equated music with like any sort of formality or like uh things that adults would tell you how to do it or take you through like training or any sort of like it to me it was just like a private moment with friends and other like-minded people to just do whatever we wanted kind of and so i never really bothered with like training of any sort i did learn to play the bass you know just enough to like be in a band basically but that barely worked out. And then I just got on the mic when I was probably 15 or so. Well, before the, I could... the, the voices and instruments, probably one of the first ones, right? Besides the bottom of the feet, those were probably the first drums. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but, for but, sure. Uh, bass, did, did anybody help you with that or are you self-taught? No, I mean, I just, I had like a VHS that came with the bass of like how to learn. But really, I just would, you know, pick out songs that I kind of wanted to learn and just thought I could figure them out. And then um, when I was kind of playing bass with my friends, the template was like the first four Discord singles, you know, and just sure. covering SOA, covering uh, Government Issue, stuff gonna like that. We're going to have to that fight. Was... We're going to have to fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Well, that that's like why learn anything else on bass you know that's the <laughs> beginning and end for me so i remember yeah. <laughs> that record it was green vinyl it had like 10 songs on it or something. It was, it yeah was that was like we were really into that as kids and i mean still still are to to a certain well what about that sure. spunk gig did that spunk gig motivate you to get a band going yeah oh for sure yeah i mean like you see i saw that and Anytime I really like something, I want to participate, I feel like, and, you know, try to, even if I have no business being there, you know, like sure. if, if I hung around with enough chefs for a while, I'd probably start Cooking. making, you know, <laughs> wedding cakes or something, and maybe they'd be terrible, but I, I can't control myself uh, when it comes to being inspired. You get but contaminated, yeah, making, you get infected, I did you get, get a, uh, enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If it's something that I'm into. And I, yeah. and I mean, I never like equate it with, ooh, I could turn this into a job or, ooh, I, you know, I could finagle like a career at it. To me, it's always just separate from anything that involves making money. And then sure. I can just enjoy well, it. Well, what about the but, stuff yeah, got after a school? Going. Not graduating school, but like in the afternoon, the garage band, the basement band, the bedroom band. Did you do that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like I was lucky enough to kind of get in with the guys in the spunk, maybe not them particularly, but like other friends yeah. that were all in my high school. Cause there was like the spunk were kind of the, uh, like seven seconds, the poppier band. Skino. And then there was a band. When I think of seven seconds, I think of Skino. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they, they had like a lot of the like, whoa, you know, in the <laughs> chorus. Well, what was it? We yeah, can walk so like, together. We uh, can rock together. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then other they like a few of those guys were in another band that was more like metallic straight edge hardcore uh-huh. and which was less my thing, but I still thought it was the coolest thing ever, you know, just discovering that these worlds existed. Sure, sure. And it was like guys from those two bands that I was able to do something with to start off, which was uh, we called Citizens Unheard. And we oh, played you a gave few me shows. some of that. I'm going to play it in the third hour. Sure, I yeah. Know, I didn't really know the chronology, so I put a bunch of pissed jeans up front. But uh, so did you, you didn't join that band. You put that band together. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, two, uh, Brad and Randy who are in Piss Jeans with me now. Yeah, they were also in Citizens Unheard, and then um, like my good friend at the time, Zach, who pieced out of punk by like senior year. He played guitar. He he was like into having a nice amp and stuff, and the rest of us were just kind of scratching our heads, you know. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that was super fun. Like playing shows. There was a club where they would make you sell tickets. To be able to play, it's and we would just play, kind of do right? that. And, and yeah, fact, yeah. You, you were talking about Sunset Boulevard and that butt rock scene. Whiskey, Roxy, those are both pay-to-play p- pads now. But in the old days, they were the best place a punk band could play in Hollywood. You gave me this oh, uh, sure. piss jeans tune, I love clown, I love this. Let's play it. <laughs> you guys ready for another? Oh, we have three more, I'm sorry. By the time 
Razorbug is coming with his golden boots and clubs. Razorbug is here with his surfboard suicide. Razorbug is back with his vegetable girls. Razorbug is thirsty, drinking green worm soda. Razorbug is talent, let him join your jacket. Razorbug is out there in the clearing of his pimples. Razorbug is goofy from the shots. Say, come again, selector. Wait a second. Run a second cut on that one day. Come in. This is a different version. Hear me? Run the tape, my Reggie.
keep falling so cold and my body is telling me sleep such a long night of drinking last night I almost reached back in time and kissed you across the tabletop then asked you if you would mind this risotto is cheesy and wet and shoes have peninsula stains 
The wet snow it can hold so much dirt, but can't hold the accumulation of my tame lost eyes. When I see you, I see the mirrored glow. Do you love me the way that I love a stale leaf in the autumn? On the ground, amongst others, what made you choose me? I've seen that pressure of choice paralyze other wheeled charioteers, and the shelves of fluorescent aisles stocked with sirens' tears. I babbled on about someone I bleed for. As we approach that window full line, all the people inside they look so friendly. They'll threaten off my lonely lovers lonely tonight. Don't you threaten off my lonely lovers lonely tonight. These lies might convince someone else, but I wrote them just for you. Thought I might find another way home to your pornographic reviews. I know that I gave you away, and I know that I wanted you back. And the wine drips lower this side of waking, and the wine drips lower this side of waking time tonight, and the wine drips lower this side of waking, and the wine drips lower this side of waking time tonight.
Live from Pino Show. We started that chunk of music off with Love Clown from Piss Jeans. Maya Fajina, she, she's got brand new music. I think she's working with Greg from uh, Deerhoof. And this is Breeze Through My Life. And Deerhoof's got something brand new. And this is called We Grew and We Are Astonished. Guy, my voice is brand new. Of course, Bob Pollard's putting shit out every other month. Go Dayton. This is called Razorbug. Uh, she is Beyond Good and Evil. This is a Dennis Bovell dub version, brand new, a pop group tune from, what, late 70s? Bitch, a lot of influence pop group on me, man. Gina Birch from the uh, Raincoats. She just put out a, a single called Feminist Song. Graf from Netherlands with Pipeline. Not not the uh, Johnny Thunders used to always open with Pipeline. Uh, who's that? Ventures, right? Mr. Moto shit like that. Great. Andre Vita out of Berlin with this side of walking. Moshek Doma with Sudno, I think out of Belarus. SLWCCY. This is a collab on Sam Locke in Iowa City. Release me. And finally, Pissed Jeans. I'm sick. I remember a Mud Honey tune, Touch Me I'm Sick, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Can't copyright a title anyway, people. Let you know, yeah. Then to continue more with <laughs> uh, Matt's story here. Okay. Can you tell me the first fucking uh, Citizens Unheard gig? Gee, I mean, I'm trying to recall. It was definitely at a club called Scarlet's in uh, downtown Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And I don't know. I, I You know, it feels like a blur, but it felt uh, fantastic just being out there, being kind of on the younger side of the crowd. Not that anyone was really over the age of 21. <laughs> I, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was just super fun. Uh, jumping around on stage, you know, poking at uh, the drop ceiling tiles. Were you scared? And uh, just, you know, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm, I just felt like, I'm just asking. I, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I get scared all the time, but yeah. the not of being on a stage for whatever reason. So you um, call this uh, that first gig a success? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it was just like immediately wanting more. You know? can, I, can I ask you about the material? Like you say, yeah. at first when you were jamming with your buddies, you were like copying records, right, from the Discord and stuff. Did you guys early on start writing your own material? Oh, yeah, like immediately. I mean, like the guys that I was playing with, they were already doing their own bands, writing their own songs. So there was never any like thought of being a cover band. Those <laughs> covering like Discord songs was more just for, you know, personal fun and to get a feel for playing music sure, together sure. i guess but yeah we were writing our, our own songs immediately can i ask and, you about um, the process did you write any on your bass you know i did write a few and i mean the most simple um that's you know, okay that's okay bar bargain uh level riffs that everyone has played since the beginning of stringed instruments but you know they still sound decent do you, sometimes, do you remember so. a band called pylon yeah yeah Okay, they had a song called Dub. And that bass part is one fucking whole note. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, the less notes, the better. Uh, and she's then, the lady's like, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I eat dub for breakfast, you know, and the guitars go wild. Drums doing all this fucking fills and flails, but that bass note. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's so econo. I love it. Yeah, I got to hear that. that yeah, that's, yeah, I, need that, it was that a, I think it was their first 45. Athens, Georgia, I think. Um, in <laughs> fact, uh, yeah, Smith, Tom Smith, 
did some collab. He's living in Germany, and he said he got that singer lady to be part of it. So maybe that's coming out soon. So yeah. what, from, what from about the first in time? LA? Yeah, that's the cat, right? Oh, he's cool. probably a Bill Nays friend too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's Georgia originally, so I think he has to connect with those cats. So, right, right. Um, uh, Matt, let me ask you about um, Citizen Unheard. Did you guys record? Um, just on a box, you know, in, in uh, Brad's basement. Nothing that we never even issued a demo, really. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like a blur, you know, like that 16 to 17 year old like era seems so long and involved compared to the past like 30 years of my life somehow. But we didn't really do. We just played shows and then we kind of uh, went into other bands. To, I mean, it was always the same core group of like nine people that yeah. had like 14 different bands of varying <laughs> levels of commitment. You know, in the, in the same high school or, or I guess the same general area, the Lehigh Valley of yeah. Pennsylvania. So Citizens of Heard just kind of unraveled and people went into these other projects they were already involved with? Yeah, we were all still friends. Yeah. Uh, Citizens Unheard, it was it was kind of innocent, too, because like I wrote all the lyrics and the majority of the songs were just like about our friends. You know, that was like our <laughs> limited life um understanding you know and the realm that we existed in was just let's write a song about like derek let's write a song about dale nesfetter let's write a song about zach who plays guitar in the band you know what i mean it's kind, kind of like quaint almost looking back yeah uh, sweetly I, I, I naive. me and my buddy we wrote one for one of our buddies tony gets wasted in pedro and you can imagine what it was about it was about tony getting wasted in i mean so, you gotta write about what you know right, right like i knew right. nothing so well what was your process did you have a little notebook of words or did you just write on demand hey we need a tune think of some words yeah no it was it was it was notebooking it for sure you know and kind of just trying to put together ideas that would go but yeah very very sweet stuff you know did I look the words over, come first ever uh, I feel like for me, it's, it's usually the, the, the concept, maybe the overarching theme of what I'd like to express comes first. Yeah, sure. And then the words fill in the blanks after the, after I, I know the exactly what you mean, because I have to ha in fact, have the title. So I have some fucking focus. Right. Yeah. No, the title can, can, you can build back from there. I found. Yeah. But a lot of cats I asked titles always last. Not with what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just like writing from like almost my normal speaking, you know, tone. Like, there's not a whole lot of like flowery metaphors or like interesting poetic twists. <laughs> you know, it's more about trying. And I love people who can do that. That's just like not what I can do. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, you know, because I didn't write songs until the movement. I only wrote one song as a teenager. Uh, it was called Mr. Bass King Outer Space, and Basically, Bob playing a bass solo that blew the rest of the band off. So it was disgusting. Oh, man. But when the, when the that... movement came, all of a sudden I was like, I try to talk to girls and I keep thinking of World War Three. I go to work, I keep thinking of World War <laughs> You know what I mean? There was something about, no, that's great. When, like you're saying with your buddies, when you got cats with you and you're in a movement, man, things are way different when it comes to creating and getting caught up in the emotional. Sure. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good, good time. I mean, I look back happily. So, what was the band you did after the citizen? After that, we um, ended up the, the band that we did 
or that I did with the most um, fervor and like actual activity, like the first band that put out like a seven inch that I was in yeah. was called the ultimate warriors. And we were like loud, like on the grindcore end of things like screaming, uh, super fast drumming and uh, fairly strict pro wrestling theme. Yeah, I was going to ask the majority about wrestling because he was one of the more yeah. obvious steroid users. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we were, um, <laughs> we were into it. I mean, we still are. A lot of my friends, some of my, you know, a good portion of my buddies went on to like pro wrestling school. I guess it's what you do in Pennsylvania. You know, you just, <laughs> it's our version of like the circus or, you know, carnival lifestyle or something. And it hooked us all in. <laughs> yeah. Me and Petty Bone saw a lot of wrestling. Uh, we liked it more in the 80s though. That when the, the McMahon Jr. guy, he fucking fouled everything. And yeah, in fact, I mean, wrestling used to be different. a lot more regional. There probably was a Pennsylvania League or something. Oh, yeah. No, very regional. Very, very real, too. You know, like it wasn't, uh, there wasn't the wink and the nod that there is now, <laughs> for better or worse. You know, it was, you really want to kill the guy as you're watching him leave the arena, you know, yeah. which I find um, a little exciting. Honestly, that magic, you know. Well, the beefs were the big thing, even more than the match, in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, for right. sure. And also, I mean, so much of that has informed my, you know, how to act on stage is watching wrestlers on the mic and seeing what they do to engage the audience and get people interested in what they're saying, feel like energized. It's all, you know, just various different techniques for like entertainment, broadly oh, yeah. speaking. I'll tell you the be best, you know, beef cat uh, uh, for me was Don Morocco man especially when he oh, had yeah. that beef with fucking uh, Tito Santana you know I look inside your eyes I see a little boy crying Tito Santana <laughs> yeah no, I mean I, I love a good promo yeah no, that, that's fantastic <laughs> well which uh you're into the kayfabe um yeah I mean you know I sure I I've it seems to have uh, evaporated more or less. You know, wrestlers have <laughs> reality shows now, you know, as does anyone. Fucking the I last suppose. clown in office. <laughs> Look, yeah, we're at the end yeah, of, of course. <laughs> at the end of the first hour, October 4th, 2021 edition. Why Peter, so special guest, Matt Corvette. Hold tight for hour two. October 4th, 2021, second hour. What for Pedro? <laughs> Yeah. 
bartending the truth against forgiving wine. My bloody smile against all of your time. The finite beats of this heart. I'll drink till you've counted each one. You scream your song so many young times. Let me sing it away till I've lost all its rhyme. And each lovely ounce of your voice is converted to mine. Bleeding drunk and lips tasting your time. In your time, your robe opened up on a dissolving chapter. And each time I see it, it rewrites your body. Hiding my soldiers beneath your left breast, and the untrained civilians can smooth through the. I've been known to procrastinate longer than rentals. This thrill can accumulate beyond the number. Each form of time, as it passes you by, smirks at the other with expectant eyes, bleeding, drunken lips, tasting your time. Bleeding, drunken lips, caressing your time.
lot for Pedro Show. Start of the second hour. Pissed jeans. Throbbing organ. What other kind of organ is? Male organ, right? Okay. Ben Salter out of Tasmania with bad luck. Moldoma now. Baltimore with... Uh, Dialtov? Hall Pass? I think it's some kind of plastic uh, heroin, right? Uh, or is that Daladin? <laughs> Andre Vita. Oh, shit. I played him twice. Andre, you're on, on, you got two songs on one watch show. Uh, out of Berlin with, uh, yeah, that's Pilot Air, huh? Drunken Lips. And then How Yes No out of Croatia with Sound Guy uh, from ne- next door uh, Slovenia. Well, it was same in those days. Simsisa, which means tits fair. Live at Club Koka. Split 2015. And then finally, Piss Jeans with the L word. We used to use L for uh, acid, right? Eat some L. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's Pedro slang. Now you know. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Mota, yeah, we got our own words. Uh, actually, borrowed from Mexico. Uh, so this band, after Sisters Unheard, Ultimate Warriors, you didn't give me any of that music. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I was trying to pick a song. They're all like, you know, 17 seconds long. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's best if we just imagined what they sound like, you know? Okay. But it was kind of a holding pattern? It, it, it's the one it, up? Oh, no, that was like, it was very creative, but in like a way that was thematic. Like it wasn't personal. Yeah, you know necessarily, yeah. and it was a great it was a great time to like that was the first time I got into a studio and oh. like had to record. You know, same with a lot of my bandmates. And the first time we left town to play shows. Yeah, did you, you know, tour? Had, yeah, we had one. We had one tour. Okay. Um, and it was like between my like 18th and 19th birthday. Yeah. And two weeks, and it was so much fun. Like you know, incredible amounts of fun. Like some of the worst sleeping arrangements i've ever been subjected to but you know you bounce right back when you're almost 19 years old so yeah you know what air mattress it took me like 35 years of touring to figure that out you can conk on fucking <laughs> rocks at the beach with the air mattress they're econo too it's true you know yeah slow learner yeah what? so uh how long does the ultimate warriors last that kind of rolls into, uh, gee, I mean, I want to say like four years, maybe we got probably out of that. So you get up and to again, it's age. like, yeah, like like same group of dudes, and we just um, a couple guys went into a different band and, and you know moved around, and then we ended up doing more of a traditional like U.S. hardcore sounding band uh, called the Gate Crashers for probably not a whole lot of years, maybe like. That was like it started off with a couple of the dudes just recording the songs by themselves. And I want to say like 98, 99. And then by like 2003, we went to California and then kind of got, I guess, less interested in that and more interested in doing Piss Jeans, which we just started up at that point, too. Now, when you mean we, the same group of cats? Yeah, the Gay Crashers and Piss Jeans we're the same four people just on different instruments. We like switched them <laughs> okay, up. Okay. Okay. I love that. Which yeah. is funny because like the gay crashers was like maybe the more technically sound, um, positioning for our specific instruments. Yeah. But, um, piss jeans is where it all came alive 
for us, I think, for sure. We just really figured what, out what we should be doing. And how'd that happen, Matt? What, what, what spurred that? I, I, you know, I think it just, I, I don't want to like, I, I love hardcore and I love fast songs, but I, I think once you write enough fast songs, you need to try something different. And so we just basically tried to write hardcore songs that were played at a third the speed, which, you know, that certainly brings to mind, like, you know, Flipper was sure. big for us and Bobby Socks and uh, stuff like that, you know, like definitely like the subterranean records sort of vibe, uh, like anti-punk, but existing within punk. That was what was really inspiring us the most. And it just felt like fun and comfortable. It was like refreshing too just to be able to let our personalities kind of shine through more rather than worry about like a dazzling transition or like a really fast drum fill or something. No, but the, the, the key move was just switching positions. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. What a trip. Okay, you gave me some more piss jeans here. Uh, have you ever been furniture? There's an interesting uh, Charlie Mingus quote right there.
to befriend Kids with popped up collars There is this one man like white noise in the background Such class, such charm, such cool, such credibility and wit, warmth and wisdom, subtlety, sensitivity, such a big yacht, such honor, such grace, such a complex command of irony, nuance and depth, a man of such true soul. Ignorance and nastiness have always been our nation's 
greatest aspirations Nothing's changed Nothing's changed Nothing's changed Oh, USA Make your forests, nuke your hurricanes Strap your teachers Many people are saying You can cook with windmill cancer but trying to inject his genes is a stable genius answer. Two and, and your legal car. 
Pedro Show, that chunk of music star, all pissed jeans doing. Have you ever been furniture? And that Charlie Mingus quote is, somebody asked him, you know, what, you know, what is music or some kind of trip? And he said, talking, trying to talk about music is like dancing about furniture. <laughs> I heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard variations of that. And, you know, yeah, why not? There's, there's, there's a kernel of truth in there. Yeah, because yeah, thinking gets shoved down the same pipe. Big boys after that. This is some stuff from old days, Austin. We got soul. In fact, me and my missing men second men are going to cover this for seven inch with Tim Kerr on the other side. Brother Tim oh, Kerr. perfect. He's got an acoustic band now, and he's doing a lot of painting. Give me a great painting of John Coltrane. Head boggle after that with Skyrider. Piff yourself from Santa Lock Ward featuring Joel S Cyrus. Good old Sandlock War. Reality winners from Good Fuck. Tropical Fuck Storm with Legal Ghost. And finally, Piss Jeans. She is science fiction. Tell me about the first Piss Jeans gig. Man, I, I'm, I should do better uh, documenting this stuff for myself as far as like, like specifics. It gets hazy. But I know we played um, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where we were stationed um, our... Our bassist at the time lived in a punk house uh, called the Pirates Cove that had shows in the basement like relentlessly, and uh, it's it's had to have been there or a few blocks away at like a fire hall, but yeah, immediately felt great. I don't know. We, this was the one band that felt like it, it. We understood it the moment it got started. You know, maybe we were at the mature age of like twenty two, twenty three to really have a grasp on what we wanted to do in a band. But yeah, we probably played Allentown for sure. And I think we were immediately met with um, people didn't mind it. At least, you know, people dug it for the most part, definitely seemed different um, at least at the time to us and like the bands we were playing with. Cause this was also like the scene that we existed in was full of like the thrash resurgence of like uh early 80s hardcore and which we were decidedly not but it was, it was I, I mean it's fun to play with bands that we don't sound like it can be kind of a drag if we're playing with bands that just sound like us honestly <laughs> i see your point there now now once you you turn piss jeans you guys never went back to the fucking uh, ultimate warriors no no nothing else no we haven't done any sort of uh you know, reunion gig or anything. Not that we're opposed to it. It's just, I don't know. No, once, we're also you, once you got down workers. that train track, you guys kept going. Don't look back, right? Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. And and then I know Piss Jeans did many tours. Yeah, we, we've, we've been out there the most <laughs> of anything. And uh, with that first tour, was it kind of like a continuation or was it like kind of starting new? If, I mean, we were touring on the support of our demo tape, yeah. which is funny to think about, you know, um, and it was immediately a fail. Like our uh, we had a guy in the band named Dave who lives in Pittsburgh now, and he's like a full time mechanic converting buses and vehicles to run on vegetable oil. The last last I mean, we're, we're on good terms. The last I saw from him, he like put a Tesla motor in a BMW for no apparent reason. And was just, you know, a mechanic brain, you know, I can't, I can't follow it, but I, I admire all of his accomplishments, but he, he at the time like would convert. He, 
<laughs> yeah, well, we, we would go on tour. He would get like, you know, one of those mini uh, like shuttle buses somewhere yeah. and convert it. And we would drive it. It would break down mercilessly. Oh, and, and, you know, it would, be, it would smell like French fries and Chinese food, which wasn't really that bad. No. Um, but, but yeah, we would just constantly shit. break down. And that first tour, we made it to Pittsburgh, played a, a fairly fine show, and then got stranded there for like three days and had to get towed back. To... Talking about Pittsburgh, you're beyond the electric banana days, right? Yeah, no, this is like uh, we were playing a place called the Mr. Roboto Project, which oh, is yeah, kind of yeah. modeled after Gilman. Sure. Okay. The, the different phases, uh, you know, I get If you call a, a tour more than a month, I've done 67 of them. So I, I get blurry, too. You talked about your music. Oh, sure. Matt, we're at the end of the second hour, October 4, 2021, the Dish Watt Pedro Show. Special guest, Matt Corvette. Hold tight for hour three. October 4, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
Show Deja Vu all over again. We start off the third hour. So this is Unheard with Top, then Babes New York City, Tucson Clouds. We ain't gonna say nothing about that band name. Al Margolis, Chester, New York, Feb Guitar, 25 April 2010, planning for burial, Pennsylvania Man Alone Proj. And then another Pennsylvania Man Alone Proj, Matt Corvette, with his trend forecast and laying down the lawn. People, it's gonna be the first time for you, but it ain't for us. <laughs> We're going to try. <laughs> but what, what, what I learned from my brother Matt here is that he, besides being a member of a band, he likes to do stuff on his own. And he taught himself how to play keyboard and bass just enough so he wouldn't lose the magic. And he uses an old beat-up Mac Pro with some temperamental garage band to bring forth his own personal expression, man alone. Uh, that's exactly right, yeah. You want to expand? Okay. Do, do any of these tunes ever make it past uh, trend uh, forecasts in, in, in the piss jeans? You know, sometimes a thing can, can you know, migrate into piss jeans somewhere. But mostly, uh, you know, piss jeans kind of started as um, like a refusal of uh, skill and, uh, you know, suave musicality. And we couldn't help but get better as a band by existing for, you know, I don't know, 17 years, 18 years. So I had to bring it back to uh, a level of, you know, appropriately sucking for my own personal pleasure. And I feel like that's what's being accomplished here, you know? So in a way, you're trying to recapture the early Piss Jeans moments with your trend forecast? Or is trend forecast? Oh, okay, uh, you are. So you're trying to recapture uh, that early moment when... Yeah, no, I I like... uh, I like things that are accident riddled and, sure. uh, you know, more mistakes than, uh, you know, correct, uh, attempts just for listening for my own personal pleasure. As, so long as it comes from a sincere place, you know, just like anything, I guess you John want it to Coltrane be. John Coltrane said you could play a shoestring if you're sincere and maybe you like to surprise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never know, uh, what's going to really work or what just might be, uh, something that I just hit. Tossing the recycling bin, you know, but no harm there. Right, right. But it, it does take a little humility, and man, that's kind of lacking. Especially somebody, oh, they're not sticks, but they fucking are sticks. If anything, you do on cruise control or sleepwalking. So, yeah, I like that. Maybe this is just an antidote to sleepwalking, you know. You're fully awake to make, what, what, uh, you know, you gave me some gate crashes. Now, this time, yeah. going, going, gone. It's Richard Hell covered covered a Bob Dylan song called that off a of planet wave. Man. Oh man, this is this has less to do with that than 
humanly possible, I think. I really I don't said, even know. Remember I earlier, I, I told you you can't. Kid. Earlier, I told you you can't copyright a title, so don't worry. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, no, that was a uh, Brad who plays guitar in Pistons was yeah. the singer of Gay Crashers, and I, I am you know unaware of what his lyrical uh, process was, besides it being hasty. And uh, let's just, you know, get some expletives in there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, it, that one, I like that one, that, that track. Oh, I, I, I played the bass on it. I'm proud of, uh, oh, bass, you know, the playing Matt. the bass. Here we go. Yeah, let's yeah.
Off for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Start off the chunk, Gate Crashers, which actually is the beginning of Matt's uh, bege- uh, music thing, but it's at the end because it's a fucking one from Pedro. <laughs> going, going, gone. Then Nadja out of Berlin with Fruiting Bodies. Ryan James Mabe, sorry, Golden Spear. Black Humor out of the city. Undancing in the dirt. Yeah, they had this tune, you know, one of the lines, the lady screams, the only thing new is you finding out about it. Hippies with black leather jackets. Hippies! <laughs> it's the most insane song, you know, because you had this thing with 70s punks, you know, and when the kids came from the suburbs to do hardcore, a lot of those, like in Hollywood and the city and New York City probably too, Fuck these young people, you know, and it's our thing. Yeah, what a bunch of shit. Come on. Yeah, Black Humor. Were they like they well, put out that album? Was they're from San Francisco? You know about it? this? The, they they would yeah. take soul records and just paint their name on the. I, mine had Aretha Franklin, and they painted. Black yeah, I've Humor. got one. Okay, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Some of them tunes. I mean, it was something like maybe not gigs, right? You just did in your pad or studio, but it. That's, to me, what punk was. You know, it was anything. It wasn't just playing fast. It was just trippy shit. But fast no, is for sure. Too. You're very reactionary. Actually, we had a fast uh, band in the uh, SoCal called Middle Class. Oh, yeah. The, one of the fastest. Right, right. Okay, early on, right? And they did gigs with the germs, even though they were Orange County. There's three brothers. One of them just lost to cancer. And uh, after Black Humor, right font with city limit enlighten us to write font uh yeah that's another that was another like uh solo thing that was the advent of me messing around with um some electronics and just uh doing stuff i figured i'd go deep on these uh tracks i shared with you here today get played for the first time and only time in public you know so write thought predates that was like 2000, 2006, 2007, let's say. Trend forecast is like a year ago, oh, you know, okay. maybe not even. So, so kind yeah, of we're a, like, uh, informed by COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, just informed. Nothing uh, makes the clock blow by other than like making music at home. You know yeah, what I mean? I it's agree, such totally a great... agree, totally agree. Man, it's been a lifeline for me. I play, Every fucking day I play. I've been doing five shows a week since November mm-hmm. with my show here, but... I, I totally concur with you here. So what is the difference? Uh, you didn't like progress, right? You're not a... Pro, uh, pro, nah. Prog, I mean, I, I would what say right that rock? Prog rock? You're that was prog more rocker, uh, electronic. Right? Trend forecast is hopefully the semblance of something closer to, let's say, black humor. You know, like... Uh, oh, okay. Or like urinals or something, but even more unrefined. You know, just the, the crude elements of uh, what would constitute a punk band. Urinals. You know about urinals. They were a huge influence on Men and Man. Yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. Yeah, You know, they were like film students at UCLA and just thought, let's make a band, you know, in 1977. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We did too. And in fact, they didn't know who was going to play what. I think they picked straws or something. So when they made that (laughs) first record, you know, surfing with, with the Shaw, Hey, this amplifier's got two plugins. Why do we have to buy two amps? They plugged the bass and the guitar plate in the same amp. And then Kevin, you know, you know, the drum set, hey, this is a lot cheaper. It had paper skins. It was a toy. 
<laughs> yeah, do they like do they have a bass drum even? I can't even recall. I feel yeah, like there but was it was other... paper, you know, it was like a little kid <laughs> fucking trip. Yeah. But they didn't know, you know, they just got into it. And that's what amazed us, you know, that if dudes had fucking balls like church bells to do shit like that, why are we copying blue oyster coat and creedence at home? So we that's how we got on board. We love that. That's great, guys. yeah. It's a real light bulb moment for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what you got going right now? Right now, your current interest is trend forecast? Uh, I mean, Piss Jeans are working on new stuff. Oh, so that's great, taking, great, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we sadly had to, um, you know, relegate ourselves to like a band FaceTime call sure. during, you know, COVID when that was all happening. Sure. But we've been, you know, practicing again since uh, April now, and it's just been like heavenly you know, being together and working on new stuff. I'm really psyched on it. You got you know, an album seeming, coming? Uh, you think you got an album coming? Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. About it's where? Weird. I mean, like, what, what do you think? Like, this will be, like, album number six, and that's just, yeah. like, a weird point in any band's career, right? Sure, like, sure. You know, like, how do you convince someone who might love you that they need six of your albums, you know? So we're going to try to Good figure songs, that out. Right? <laughs> Good songs, right? You know, I mean, that's that's really what we're aiming for is just like the best yeah. possible songs we can write. But it's just like we're, we're not new, but we're also not like a reunion circuit band. Yeah, we're like right. in that weird zone where it's like not our time, you 11th, know, in front uh, of the global late, stage. Late 11th grade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you remember putting out your sixth album and how that must have felt differently. Yeah, yeah. It was, one, yeah, it was you know? the worst Minutemen record. <laughs> it's called three-way tie for last it was the worst one but but things come in cycles i think there's hills and valleys you know yeah i mean i'm feeling super psyched on although like pistons i feel lucky we've never had a moment that we've been like oh well that sucked well let's you know pretend that never existed <laughs> but it's also it's a hard because we're not like necessarily a band with elaborate musical growth you know what i mean we want to keep it to the same sure general like universe of sound sure but we you know we're like this isn't going to be like our keyboard record or something you know what <laughs> no. i mean no but, but we also Matt, we're running Matt, you can write a uh, a novel and not invent one word and it can be totally original yeah right right okay so no, i mean it's it... all it's all vocabulary when you get this new album recorded why don't you bring the band on the show and talk we'll talk about every one of the fucking tunes yeah that would be fantastic you i'd love that? to yeah completely okay, yeah totally open because i love what you guys are doing i love what you're doing so please keep Thanks on so much. keeping on brother yeah yeah same to you okay people it's been october 4 2021 dishwap pedro so keep your powder dry <laughs>